I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. All right, I'm back, 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 better than ever. Off a a long and uh, extended vacation through about 20 time zones. As we do this podcast, Steve Bersnick, I have no idea what time it is. I literally don't know. You'd have to tell me and then convince me that, that that's what we're at. What 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 time it is? It is p.m. because I know this because it's dark. Well, but isn't that the beauty of a podcast? Is people listen whenever they want, so it doesn't it matter doesn't what matter. time it is. I know, but it matters to me. Here's the thing. So Hawaii, I went to Hawaii, and it's six hours, which is a long difference. It's a it's a significant difference. If you've been to the West Coast, sometimes if you're there for a few days, yeah, you're waking up early, but it's not that big of a deal. But six hours is a really big deal. But if you're there long enough, you make up about an hour a day. Well, we were there six days. Now we're on Hawaii time. Guess what? We're moving. We're getting on a plane. We're coming west or east, I guess it would be. Yeah, east. So we stop in Denver Mountain time. You'll appreciate this story. So while I was in Hawaii, game six, well, game five and six were played. Um, and I and, and for us, it was uh, what 2, 2.30 in the afternoon. So I come up from the pool and tell the kid, I'd say, sorry, get your snow cones. I'm going upstairs. Uh, and uh, I see, uh, I, watch, I watch the Lightning Stamkos. They take a one nothing lead. I'm thinking, wow, this is going to be great because I know I'm going to Denver after this. And I'm thinking, I'm going to probably be there in town at least for game seven if they can hang on and win this. And what pressure they would put you know, on, on the Colorado Avalanche if they're able to get this game. And, of course, they lost. Um, and then we, we had to fly to Denver to see, I was going to see my son on the way to Montana. We fly to Denver and we get in the little train cars and, and the first announcement, and it was packed by the way, the Denver airport's crazy. So the first announcement you hear is welcome to the home of your Stanley cup champion, Colorado avalanche. And my kids just looked at each other with these faces and without even prompting them, they go, let's go lightning. And these people looked at us like, what is wrong with you? Like, (laughs) You get lopers coming into town. Uh, and then, of course, as fate would have it, um, I'm trying to get around Denver. If you've ever been to Denver, like the, basically the highway system circles the city in, in one manner or another, right? And uh, uh, wouldn't you know that one of the days I was there, the parade happened, and they had it early in the morning. And so traffic was pretty much gnarly the whole time. There's a lot of bad traffic out there anyway. Um, but I love Denver. Maybe I should move there. I don't know. I could be. They don't do the Tom Jones thing where you're getting accused of loving the other team. But well, you said it would be a miracle if they beat Colorado. So I did, and it's the it's the reverse. Al Michaels, Michaels out. Do you believe in miracles? No, I don't. And and it would have been miraculous if they pulled it off. And you know what? They damn near did. And as it turns out, when the injury list came out, we knew guys. You know, it's a war of attrition, and everybody's hurt in the NHL uh, Stanley Cup playoffs but some teams more than others my goodness did they have some serious injury separated shoulders well, torn mcls no no hold on anthony sorelli so we know he gets hurt during the stanley cup final and he comes back and doesn't take faceoffs anymore because he right. dislocated shoulder the other shoulder was dislocated the whole playoffs and he was taking oh my face-offs. god <laughs> oh my how do you swing it, a stick at it, that point took, like how are you yeah. what are you swinging it with it took two of them for you know basically to sideline him from faceoffs. 
Jeez. It's just it's just incredible. And I still say, you know, and it, this is, you know, losers lament if you're a Lightning fan, but like, you know, Braden Point, man, was such a big part of their playoffs the last two years, a leading score, but more importantly, just the ability to get it into the other zone, you know, just, just getting it out of theirs. And um, Colorado really looked a lot like the Lightning. You said this before we came on the podcast. If you watch that third period, it's only a, it's what, a 2-1 game. And for 15, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, I guess, um, they they made them go 200 feet, 200 feet, 200 feet. They, they were not going to allow a goal. Like it was, it was, it was like you said, clinical. They they did to the Lightning what the Lightning have done to many teams for the last three yeah. seasons: is mm-hmm. get a late lead in the playoffs in the third period and lock it down. Yeah, and, and don't give them any or much of anything. The Lightning right. did get a couple chances, and they were glorious chances. weren't able to put it away, but you yeah. know, for the most part, they didn't get a lot of shots. They didn't have a lot of offensive zone time because Colorado played really well. Right. Well, so there's been some changes with the Lightning roster. We'll get into that. Um, speaking of, uh, of of familiar things, uh, while I was away, we have a new sponsor who's an old sponsor, May Electric. They're back. It's a family-owned and operated uh, business. They install solar electric systems. They've been doing it for 12 years. They're in a field with many of these fly-by-night companies you hear about. But May Electric Solar is committed to you for the long term. They guarantee their workmanship with a 30-year labor and service warranty. Plus, with every install, you get $750 worth of surge protection for all your appliances. That is the May difference. So if you visit their Hudson showroom, May Electric displays all of its products and con- conducts like on-site testing so you can see what they'll install. Plus, they don't use subcontractors so you know exactly who is doing the job. So start saving today. Call solar energy experts, May Electric Solar at 727-819-2862 and schedule a free estimate. Lower your electric bill all year long. You preserve your quality of life and your appliances through every storm season. Contact May Electric Solar at 727-819-2862 or visit mayelectricsolar.com. Speaking of appliances, I, I came home and, and uh, everything was beeping. I mean... <laughs> Things I didn't even know that were supposed to beep when they when things were gone gone awry. But like obviously the cable was gone, uh, or when I say cable, I mean like you know whatever that that connection is the the modems and uh, the streaming services. Every all the TVs were were down. Had to re you know reconnect there. Um, at one point I got an Amber Alert. I thought it was my home. I thought there was something going off again. It was just it was in my on my phone. Um, so that's what happens when you go on vacation. So so you know we. We're trying to, to work with the technology, but I'm but uh, glad May Electric Solar is back. So getting back to the lightning, uh, and we're, I'm playing catch up. This is this is our podcast. We're gonna play a little catch up ball. I'll tell you what I think, because um, a few things did happen, uh, significant things, obviously in college football, the Rays, all of that. And um, with respect to the lightning, boy, it didn't take them long, right after uh, the Stanley Cup final. And and hats off to them. Obviously, just an incredible three year run. I don't think they're done yet. I agree with Steven Stamkos. The core of this team is still together. I don't know that he'll manage to play every game again or not, but we'll see. Um, but Julian Breesbaugh did not waste time. I mean, trading Ryan McDonough had to be a, a gut-wrenching, emotional decision, but one that was probably necessary to retain some of their stars, like a Nick Paul, who they resigned for seven years. Well, and as I discussed last night, you know, trading Ryan McDonough helps with salary cap this year, and they had some issues. But it's really about next season and beyond. They have restricted free agents next season of Anthony Sorelli, Mikhail Sergachev, Eric Chernak, Ross Colton, Cal Foote, 
all of them going to be expecting raises, some of them significant raises next year. And those are your restricted free agents next year. So after this coming season, those guys are going to do big, be do big raises. The salary cap's probably not going up more than maybe a million again next year. And so you have to make room for those guys because that's your core of your team. That is the future of the team. And so you don't want to trade Ryan McDonough, but he's older. He's got four years left at 6.87-ish, somewhere at 6.75, something like that, contract-wise. And you needed the help this year, but you really needed the help a year from now. So trade him while his stock is even higher right now. And and you got a lot of salary cap relief off that to help you re-sign Nick Paul, perhaps re-sign Andre Palat and Jan Ruda. We'll see what Julian Breesbois does. Free agency starts, what, a week from tomorrow? Or no, a week from today. There will be free agency in the NHL. So the NHL draft is actually tomorrow night and Friday. So. I, I didn't get. I just asked you quickly. I'm sure you discussed this. Uh, you know, you had Tom Jones. You had different guys on all week. My thanks, of course, uh, as always, to the guys that that uh, came on: Matt Baker, Joey Knight, uh, Mark Tompkin, all those guys. Um, but is is there more uh, sort of bloodletting to be done? In other words, is a guy like Alex Kalorn likely to not be on this team next year still, or does this sort of make it more more likely that 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 he will stay? Well, it depends. So he's got one year left on his deal. He's a free agent, unrestricted free agent, at the end of next season. Yeah. What's more important to the Lightning? Do they want to keep Andre Palat? And do they want to do keep him long-term? Yeah. They're both about the same age. Yeah. Uh, Kalorn may be a hair older. Palat made a little more money in his last deal, but it was a shorter deal. Kalorn made less, but it was a longer-term deal, which is why he's still under contract. So... If you want to keep either one of those long-term, who's your priority? Because I don't know if you can afford both of their contracts next year if they're going to make similar money to what they've been making. Yeah. So is Palat a priority over Kalorn? Then maybe you do trade Kalorn now to, to re-sign Andre Palat. It's, you know, I guess it's a priority system of you know what Julian Breesbaugh wants. Or is there new blood that he wants? Is there some younger guys that he wants to bring in free agent-wise or potentially trade for? You know, so it's hard to read. Julian Breesball is not one to really tell you what he's thinking. You know, it started with Steve Eisman. This organization does not really tell you anything. They're very good at keeping things close to the vest. So who's your priority, Palat or Kalorn? Because I don't think long-term you can keep both. Yeah, I mean, they're going to keep as many as they can, and, and I think they did the right thing with Nick Paul. And I, and obviously this means a bigger role now um, with McDonough on for Mikhail Sergachev, I would imagine, mm-hmm. that Cal Foot becomes a, a, a bigger part of this. Yep. And, and so it's 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 sort of, you know, and, and I, we've seen the Bucks do this to, to a degree. Now the Bucks haven't won, you know, haven't been to three Super Bowls in a row. But, um, you know, people ask me all the time, like, what, where's Jason Pierre-Paul? Why didn't they re-sign Indomitian Stu? And they did, they did sign Akeem Hicks, and we talked about that. But sometimes you have to begin to clear the deck to allow your younger players to develop and take over that role. So if you really believe in what you have, um, you you gotta you gotta give them those opportunities when when you think they're ready to do it. The Rays do it all the time. They moved Willie Adamas to make room for Wander Franco. Perfect. They moved exactly. Austin Meadows to make room for Josh Lowe. Mm-hmm. I mean, this happens in, with the salary cap. Baseball doesn't have a salary cap. Base the Rays are a different animal in that yeah. regard. But in a salary cap world. You can't keep paying top players top money, and and because at some point they're going to get old. That's right, and their skills are going to deteriorate. And you better have young guys ready to step up. And if they're yeah. ready, 
you can't let a veteran stand in their way if if that's your future long term. Vita Vea, or whether it's now Logan Hall, you know, if you resign in Dominican Sue, there are you standing in his way of developing? That's right. And, that's and right. so you have to weigh. There's you're not just weighing salaries, and, and that's part of it too, because yeah. Akeem Hicks could make close to what Indominus is making. Close with to Bar- it, yeah, sure. but but if he's performing at that level, you'll take that. You'll you'll pay that happily. Right, right. You know, you're not guaranteed to pay that much money. Correct. It's only if he performs. But at some point, you've got to let young players, whether it's Mikhail Sergachev, step up and take bigger roles. You know, in the past, it was Braden Point and Anthony. So, I mean, why is Tyler Johnson traded from this team? In part because he was making five million dollars a year. But the other part is you had young centers like Ross Colton you needed to get mm. time for. Yeah. You've got younger guys that you needed to to start to see. You believe in them. You think they're ready. Are are they ready? Get them that experience. You know, you can't just have a bunch of thirty two year olds playing out there because at some point the team falls apart and gets old. You've got to have a mix of young and old, big salaries, small salaries. You know, contracts up at different times. I mean, it, it, there's a lot of things that go into building teams, whether it's football, basketball, or hockey. And you have to do that because. From a salary cap standpoint, you're paying your stars. Mm-hmm. You're paying uh, the Steven Stamkos and you know the Andre Vasilevskis and the um, uh, help me with. Uh, well, starting this year, starting this year, Kucherov, Sergachev, and Point, or no, I'm sorry, Kucherov, Vasilevsky, and Point will all make nine point five million a year. Yeah, Point. That's what. That, yeah, he's the other yeah. guy that's now got a big. Stamkos contract. is making eight five, and Hedman's at seven eight. Yeah, ish. I think it's a little yeah. hair. So those guys have to get paid, and so mm-hmm. you, you know you got to have younger, quote unquote, cheaper but developing right. stars behind them, and that's where the Lightning have thrived. They've done a, such a great job of finding these players that can step in when you can lose a guy like like you know the Tyler Johnsons and Yanni Gords and guys like that, and still make it back to the Stanley Cup Final. I mentioned uh, the McDonough last night, and and one of the things Bill Belichick gets praised for is he'll trade players at the right time. Maybe one yeah. year too soon. There you go. Maybe mm-hmm. they have one really good year left in them. Yeah. But he trades while there's value, while someone's willing to take on that contract. Right. And and Ryan McDonough is playing extremely well. He played. He had a phenomenal playoffs with a mangled finger, as Julian Breezebois called it. You know, he. I mean, he's going to do well in Nashville. Nashville made their blue line a lot better. No question about it. Now, will he for four years play at that level? At some point, mother. You know. Time catches all. You know, we'll see. Except Tom Brady. Well, yeah. But, you know, there's there's rules where you can't hit Tom Brady and touch Tom Brady. Unlike, <laughs> oh, that's true. Unlike Ryan McDonough who's blocking <laughs> shots right. left and right, too. That's right. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it's, I think it's great. And, and, and the Lightning, um, like I said, uh, whether you want to call them a dynasty or not, I think they're going to be back in the mix. So, uh, you know, they have every reason to think they can make the playoffs and, and, and even go deeper a year from now, you know, God willing, and you get – some better health. Uh, the Rays have done this. It's not a sour cap era, but we've seen them do this uh, year in and year out, as you mentioned. Um, and while I was away, uh, welcome to the uh, Major League's Isak Paredes. He of the now 13 home runs. By comparison, Taylor Walls has 13 RBI. <laughs> so, I mean, really, if I mean, who thought? At the beginning of the season, we'd be we'd be you know hailing a player of the week named Isak Paredes. Well, we were part of. Everyone was upset they traded Austin Meadows for Isak. That's Paredes. right. That's right. Because that was supposed to make room for Josh Lowe. And it's Paredes who's who and and Detroit fans are ticked. Oh, 
Austin Meadows isn't doing he's hurt. Yeah. But he hasn't done much for them. And Isak Paredes, all of a sudden, who didn't do anything for them in the limited stints he had with them, they're seeing him right. in Tampa going, what? What did we trade? Right. Right. And, uh, and and Ramirez is swinging a hot bat now together. And, and even though, like, so this is how I follow the race. I, I you know, do it, go on Twitter and I see where Mark Tompkin is in Toronto and they've got five games in like four days or something like that. And they, they lose the first two and they lose them fairly convincingly. They can't hit. Which is not a not a breaking news story, but whatever. Uh, and I'm thinking, wow, you know, at one point they were like 15, 16 games. I don't know, out of first place, fourth place in the American League East. And you're just like, just when are they going to kick sand on this team? It's just, and then all of a sudden the bats come alive, and boy, do they come alive! And they win three in a row, uh, and then they go to Boston and they get two hit yesterday, or, or on, I guess on Monday it was, and then Tuesday the bats are back. <laughs> so, I mean. This is a di- the one thing that's constant is they're pitching the wheels off of it. I mean, the pitching's been phenomenal. The base running's still atrocious. Oh, and more runners thrown out tonight against the Red Sox. Forty now, right? Is that yeah? Wander Franco, I don't know, is a bloop to right field, and he's already practically the second base when they catch it. Yeah, it's like come on. I know you're trying yeah. to get to third on the play, but you got to make sure he doesn't catch it. Yeah, it's got to fall in. You got to go halfway until you know it's going to fall in. Yeah, Forty-eight yeah. unearned runs for this team. And they had 56 all of last season. Whew, you know, that's got to stop. I mean, did you see the uh, – Kiermaier, was it Friday? Yeah, it had been Friday, the second game of the Toronto series. Running back to catch a ball. He's close to the wall. He's under it pretty easily. He's jogging at that point. I did. I and he Willie May styles it and drops yeah, the it. the basket catch. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, and they called it a hit, and then Kluber ends up giving up five that inning. And uh, Paredes messed up a play that inning too. An easy yeah. throw to second. He – botched because he tried to backhand it and couldn't come up with it cleanly i mean the the the, look you're gonna make some errors at times but kevin kiermeyer there's no reason you should ever willie maze a catch when you're slow jogging under it at that point you got to get your glove up nope i've seen him do the basket thing a couple times it didn't make sense then and it certainly came back and bit him Mm -hmm. uh this time just get under it and catch it he made a nice play Mm-hmm. On Tuesday night, up against the wall, he yes, had he four RBIs, I think, uh, in that game. He had, he had cleared the bases in the first inning. And so, you know, he's still a big contributor for mm-hmm. him. And, and uh, He's, look, he's him, the best but, defensive center fielder in baseball. He is. But you got to put the effort into every play, not just most of them. Right, right. And that's kind of how it's gone for the Rays this year. You know, mm-hmm. the, like even the guys that you're counting on, like Kiermaier, um, you know, like a Rosarena on the bases – uh, obviously they've had injuries, a slew and slew of injuries. That's why we're talking about Isak Paredes because other guys are hurt. Uh, and Taylor Wall's playing every day, which th- was never the plan. But, um, you know, those those guys like Rosarana and them, they can't, they mm-hmm. can't run into outs like they've been doing. They can't uh, drop balls that, that they should catch in the outfield. And, and you know, like I said, the, the best thing – we'll, we'll do a whole show on this, I'm sure, one day, uh, just – as we get close to the all-star break talking about what Shane McClanahan is doing in baseball right now. I mean, there's one name I've heard that he is now on par with for his accomplishments with the the streak of, of, uh, of one or zero or two run games um, with the amount of innings he's pitching. It's Randy Johnson. My goodness, the big unit. I mean, that's the comparison right now as, as left-handers go. He is, Uh, he has been phenomenal this season. Taking over as the ace and handling that part of it too, and you and right. I talked remember about we that. talked about that at the beginning of the season, like, well, there's an intangible here, like you know how you're going to handle the ball against every other great pitcher in in in, in baseball, and like how's he going to handle being? Uh, yeah, he's good. Yeah, he's good. He 
he likely is the ace of the American League right now. I mean, he's, he's definitely in in the conversation for starting the All Star game. I would think. Yeah, he might he might end up being the second pitcher in. Uh, they probably might, they be, might put uh, Verlander as the starter. He's having a great year. Um, yeah. So so McClanahan. I mean, what they're doing in, 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 as a staff, and of course they're without a couple guys in Canada. Mark Tompkin wrote about that in the Tampa Bay Times with the whole COVID thing up there, uh, and that certainly hurt them. But they got Ryan Thompson back, some other guys back. So. Um, they've they've been phenomenal uh, in 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 the bullpen and with their starters, and it's kind of a shame because you, you you look ahead and and we'll talk more about this I'm sure throughout the weeks, but you look ahead and you say, okay, you get to the trade deadline, buyers or sellers, are you going to go get a bat? Could you go get a bat? Because even if you get into these playoffs, you're going to pitch with anybody. Like seriously, I believe they can pitch with anyone, um, but the bats have always been the problem, and now. With the number of injuries, you don't know. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look like anyway you're going to get Brandon Lau maybe this year. Well, he's been moved soon. to the sixty day DL now, right? Uh, which right. only means he can't come back before July fifteenth, which he wasn't because they've added an anyway. infielder. Uh, right. Introduce you to Yu Chang. Yu Chang. They yeah. got off waivers from the Pirates. He'll join the team probably Friday in Cincinnati. Yeah. A right-handed hitting infielder can play first, second, and third. Well, he's going to get some opportunities. I mean, you could certainly sit Taylor Walls down a couple games and let that mm-hmm. cool. Well, I think Fidel Brujan will probably get sent down. Brujan will be the one, yeah, on the twenty-five, yeah. and then yeah, or twenty-six, man. And Josh Lowe's Josh Lowe's back up. We'll see if if he can get going. I mean, I don't, you know, I I just look at the lineup. There's too many easy outs, but man, um, Isak Paredes has changed it a little bit, especially as you know, a great right-handed bat that's hitting with power, thirteen home runs, and uh, just keeps mashing the ball. So. Yeah, it's been an interesting week for the race. Kind of up, kind of down, but uh, mostly uh, mostly up as of late. So we'll see if they can uh, make a little push here before the All-Star break, get themselves back in the playoff mix, and then see what they do at the trade deadline. Are you so, ready for indoor soccer? I, I'm not. I, I, I understand we have a new team in Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay has a new soccer team. The National Indoor Soccer League will be announcing a new team coming to Tampa. Okay. Uh, there's a press conference on Monday, July 11th, so... Uh, the wow. team name and details will be announced, but uh, the league will compete in a 24-game regular season. Each city gets teams in both the men's and women's division. Games are played as doubleheaders, so you'll you'll have a men and women's game back to back as doubleheader each week or each. Now game. I'm naive uh, to the game of uh, soccer or football, as they call mm-hmm. it around the world, um, a little bit. Not, certainly not as as uh, educated as you are. What's the difference, other than the obvious, of, with an indoor game versus the outdoor game? That's a good question. I mean, the field's smaller. You have less players on the field. I don't. Gotcha. I, I okay. don't know all the differences, to be honest. So I'll be kind of a curious. faster game, or is it a? I would think, in, but I mean, I'll be curious to learn more on Monday. I, I yeah. wasn't aware of the National Indoor Soccer League, so Nissel. Yes, Nissel, as they call it. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for fifteen dollars a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile. slash switch. Upfront payment of forty five dollars, equivalent to fifteen dollars per month, unlimited over forty gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at four eighty p. Active Mint customers by five thirty one twenty four get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May thirty first, twenty twenty four. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply. If rated PG. So what have you done to college football hours away? Like it completely like. The Big Ten now, Michigan has yeah. to play the USC's and, and UCLA's as I, well. I don't, as... I don't think USC and UCLA thought this through because when they go to uh, you know I don't know Madison or uh, you know pick your city there Minneapolis or Ann Arbor Columbus on you know November nineteenth 
It's going to be a little cold. <laughs> yeah, well. Those southern teams generally don't like to make those trips. Oh, uh, no. I mean, they, they go to Oregon and Oregon State and stuff, and it gets a little cold there, but not. they're not talking, you know, five Washington. inches of snow cold. Yeah. No, they're going to be they're going to be shocked. But it, what but what great brands uh, for the Big Ten who now is just going to print money with their well, next well, TV? Well, they now go literally from New York to Los Angeles. Yeah, I mean, or Piscataway, New Jersey, close enough. Oh, and in, in the big biggest media markets in the country, by the way. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, yeah, they didn't I just think, take one of the LA teams; they took them both. Took them both. Yeah, it's like getting the Rams and the Chargers. I mean, um, and and I, I I would imagine if you're the Pac-12 commissioner, you're not in a good place right now. Um, well, apparently, seen, the Big Twelve would like to add six teams from the Pac-12 and basically destroy the Pac-12 that, at that point and just obliterate it. I know, and it's all so. What it's going to come down to three, maybe because we can talk about the ACC too, and and you know Notre Dame, which plays other sports in the ACC, like they're kind of like the linchpin of all this, right? Like wherever they go, and they still have that NBC contract is going to be huge. But what we're going to wind up with, SEC and Big Ten are going to run football. Period. Mm-hmm. There's not. I mean, there's not going to be another conference of of, of any uh, competitive ilk. Well, the I Big Ten used to be the Big Two, Little Eight. Now college football is going to be the Big Two and everybody else. Right. That's right. And so maybe when they get to tournament time, it'll be up to them. But maybe they'll uh, uh, decide to allow maybe some some other teams outside of those two conferences to compete for a. When I say compete, we'll see how competitive they can be. But for a, a, a mythical national championship or however they want to do it, but. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, everything, everything has changed. I mean, everything is changing and, and, well, changing and I don't fast. think it's done. I mean, the big 10 apparently would like to add Notre Dame, Oregon it was North Carolina. And I don't remember the fourth team. Now the big 10 will not add a school unless you're part of the American association of universities or something like that. Huh. Which has sixty-five schools, sixty-three of them in the United States. Very prestigious. Is that an academic thing? Yes, or very prestigious it, yeah. academic research yeah. type deal. So they'll only take schools that are a part of that organization. Ironically, Nebraska was part of it. The year after they joined the Big Ten, they lost their accreditation in that, but they're still in the Big Ten. They're the only school in the Big Ten that isn't part of that that group. So yeah. when you look at schools for the Big Ten, the presidents there are pretty adamant that if you don't have the academic chops for it, you're not joining the conference, which eliminates a lot of schools that people would love to see there. Sure. But Notre Dame, but, Carolina, Oregon, and I don't remember the fourth one I saw that, that, that supposedly they're targeting, to w- which would then go to 20 schools, which would be, wow. What if, what if they, okay, so what if those two conferences, the Big Ten and the SEC, just kind mm-hmm. of decide, screw it, we're, we're breaking from the NCAA, which has no power now anyway, but we're bringing along... I don't know, 32, 64 teams from the different power conferences, mm-hmm. power five conferences, and just say, plus Notre Dame, and just say, you know, there'll be less teams kind of left out, but, but you got, you know, you got plenty of them, and they're going to run college football. I mean, I just, I think that's what it's going to come down to is these two major conferences just, you know, running college football. It's, now, it's I wonder, kind too, of that way already with the power it five. Is, but kind of. Yeah. It's not 100%. They're right. just, Vamping it to where it's not five anymore. Now it's two, basically controlling everything. Right, right. With Oklahoma and Texas going to the SEC, I mean, mm-hmm. this is this is really interesting to me. Um, what about the other sport? And I don't know if they've gotten deep into that or not. But I, I just think of like 
I can imagine the girls' basketball team that has to travel, you know, two or three times a year to go to the East Coast uh, or or to play Penn State and Rutgers. Well, and, that's, yeah, you know. yeah, when you're talking, you know, okay, uh, you know, field hockey yeah. or, or men's soccer or, you know, women's soccer, whatever. I mean, those sports. UCLA is going to spend that much time all the way across the country? I mean, there'll be plenty of money to fund those trips, but mm-hmm. do you really want – I mean, this this goes back to – we're really talking about professional sports because you're not at that point. You can't say, "Oh, it's all about the student athlete," because mm-hmm. they're spending as much time on airplanes as they are, you know, in in classes that week. So, well, I wonder if like the Big Ten would not want to. Okay, Oregon, Washington, Utah, Colorado, some of those schools where you go. Okay, let's get a few more schools in the West and have a West division. Well, West division, but that way, okay, when when Maryland is you know men's baseball coming, team is coming, coming to yeah. LA they're going to play UCLA and USC yeah, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. you know you're going to you're going to you know make it baseball may be different cuz you're playing three games usually it's a you series get your anyway. series out of the way you get your but, one week road trip or whatever but you know whether it's say it's soccer where you're playing one game well you go yeah. you know so in a week's time you go hit LA LA Oregon Washington and then come back and that's back. your that's your road swing yeah you know at, you know who knows and and look that'll work itself out with the amount of money <laughs> they don't you're care. from the TV <laughs> no basically i mean right <laughs> right. You guys, we'll figure that out for you. You lower revenue teams, don't worry. It's more money for all. And it is. Look, it is. I mean, if you play soccer or baseball or whatever, uh, basketball still makes a good bit of money, I think, in uh, in college sports with CBS and the different contracts they have. But um, you're, 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 it's only going to trickle down to you. I mean, you're only going to have plenty of revenue to distribute throughout the athletic department. Most of them go to football because they make it. But um, – Man, it's just uh, uh, it, it, the unknown is exciting, and yet I can see we're traditionalists because we're all like that, right? As we get older, in my day, I like the idea of having the Rose Bowl determine. I mean, it used to be we, you know, when, when I was growing up, they just mm-hmm. Associated Press voters just decided who the national championship was. Was I, yes. I thought it was the weirdest thing in the world, you know? There was a I in being a Michigan fan. This was before I was born, but in 73, uh-huh. Michigan-Ohio State tied, and there was a in tie. The it's, uh, yeah, the, the game ended at a tie because there wasn't tiebreakers back then. Yeah. And so they tied to win the conference, and the athletic uh-huh. directors voted which team to send. <laughs> and they voted Ohio State because Michigan's quarterback got hurt in the game. They wanted a better representative. Yeah, even though yeah. Ohio State went the year before. It was like, and it's a big controversy, and Bo Schemeckler got And they upset. used to have that but, rule, yeah. I think, mm-hmm. in the Rose Bowl, that like if you were the, if the last team that went, Whoever whoever had not gone last, in other words, if there was a tie and, mm-hmm. and, and somebody had to go represent the Big Ten, it was well they were, whoever hadn't been there the latest yeah. was going to go. Yeah. I, I did see a funny tweet. It was from Old Rose Sports. It says now that UCLA is in the Big Ten, Nebraska can finally play in the Rose Bowl. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> it's weirdness, man. Total weirdness. Yeah, a lot of things happened while I was away, and nothing at all. But uh, the good news is we're back. We're better than ever. Uh, training camp is like two weeks away or the rookies. Well, I didn't see, you notice I didn't mention training camp because, and this is the honest to God's truth. I get within a couple weeks of training camp and I get the shakes <laughs> and I, no, I mean it. I get, I know you do. there was a time, there was a time and I don't play tennis anymore and this might be why. Um, but I got the yips. Uh, there's a couple seasons where I was playing a lot of tennis and I went out there one day and it was just a couple weeks before training camp. And I started thinking about all that was going to happen, you know, 
for the next 11 and a half months, man, my life is going to be, you know, totally embedded with this football team. And most of the time they weren't good football teams, let's be honest. But I was out there and I was hitting balls and all of a sudden I couldn't hit a ball that, that landed in the court. Like I was, I was, I just got the yips and I was like, what is going on with me? And it was a mental block. I was like Mackie Sasser or I was like Steve Sachs. Remember back in the day, couldn't throw the ball to first base. And that was my forehand. My forehand was just gone. Like I'm running around balls trying to hit with the backhand. And I realized I am wound up about, I needed a sports psychologist. I'm wound up about what's, what's facing me. Cause I know how much we pour into to covering these teams every year. And, and here comes Tom Brady and here comes, you know, well, Tom, it's, you know, Jim Gray and uh, let's go podcast and every Monday night and all that's going to go on. So I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit, sh- I don't want to talk about it just yet. Although I know we're going to be talking about it. And if you got questions, you can send those into us. That's fine. We're going to have a mailbag. We'll tell you how to do that. But yeah, we're just, we're just a week's away. I mean, this is the week, the 4th of July week, the week after the 4th of July are really the two weeks where, where no one is in the building around the NFL. Although I guess we'll hear about Deshaun Watson soon enough. That thing's going screwy, by the way. There's a different story every day about how that's going to turn out. Um, but yeah, it's kind of—I don't want to think about it. I know it's—I know it's here, uh, and it really is close. To, uh, what is it? July 27th is the first workout, which is incredible to me. And they're going to start playing games, and they got practices in Tennessee before a game there in week two of the preseason. So it's here. It really is here, and we're gonna, we're gonna, we can answer your questions and talk about it. But I, I just. I'm just trying to hang on to that those last few moments of uh, of solitude and 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 rest and all those things you got to do to uh, to then crank it up for the season. But um, it is good to be back, and uh, it's good that May Electric Solar is back as well. One of our longtime sponsors. Uh, it's a family-owned business. They've been around uh, and operating, installing solar electric systems for 12 years. Uh, they have a showroom in Hudson. You can visit and displays all their products. Start saving today. Call May Electric Solar at 727-819-2862. 727-819-2862. Schedule for a free estimate. You can lower your electric bill for all year long. Preserve your quality of life uh, and your appliances' quality of life as well uh, through every storm season. That's May Electric Solar, 727-819-2862. Okay, get your mailbag questions in. You should have a bunch of them. I've been gone for two weeks. Lord knows I have some. So you can do that by submitting them to us on Twitter at NFL Stroud. You can uh, also do it on Twitter at SportsDayTB, or you can reach me, um, I guess my email address is rstroud at tampabay.com. If they haven't changed it, you can do that as well. So we got lots to talk about. Um, you name it, lightning still going on. Let's, uh, I guess the draft is coming up, right? Is that That's the other thing that happens right after the, the season, isn't it? The, the NHL draft up. and the MLB draft are this week. So That's right. That's right. Oh, and while I was away, special shout out to my neighbor, uh, Tim Elko, yes. and the Ole Miss Rebels, and uh, Josh Mallets, who uh, is uh, somebody we've known since he was a kid. You know, I've been going to the 4th of July, these 4th of July things up in uh, Montana every year with my wife's boss, Eddie DeBartolo, and uh, Josh would be out there, you know, throwing the ball around and playing, you know, pick up baseball and games and stuff like that since he was a kid, and now... He's a big-time pitcher, and it was really one of the biggest reasons they made it as far as they did. He, he came on late in the season and became sort of their closer and didn't allow – I think he finally allowed a run after about 12 appearances or something like that. His last 12 appearances uh, was just lights out. So two guys from Lutz, uh, one of them in my neighborhood, the other one obviously we have a connection with, and Ole Miss wins its first College World Series 
in a national championship. And they weren't even supposed, they were like the last team in the tournament. They weren't even supposed to be there. And they just caught fire. So that was cool. That was the other thing that happened when I was away. So that part was good. Not so good for my, my girls to watch the Lightning lose, but uh, they'll be back next year. So we'll be back as well. Send us your questions. We'll do the mailbag the next couple days or so. For Steve Versick, I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times. Have a great day, everybody. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.